0: Welcome back to another episode of Fishing After Dark, ladies and gentlemen, on a new channel. New channel. New channel. The Fishing After Dark podcast channel. That's right. Because Fishing After Dark was taken by somebody. Dirty. How <laughs> did you dare you? It? Yeah, I tried to get Fishing After Dark and it was Probably taken. It was a fan. I bet yeah, it was a fan. Yeah, pro- and that's what I'm thinking. Or it could have been 420 PP's, I don't know. Son of a bitch. Could have been a hater. It is, man. Yeah. Well, I'm it's fun. all good. We'll, we'll dive into why we did this, why we changed channels and... You know We're going to keep it real on this channel, and we're going to give you guys all the background information, but before we go any further, remember guys, the Fishing After Dark podcast is brought to you by Carl's Bait and Tackle, the internet's local tackle shop. Mm-hmm. Carl's is the premier destination for everything fishing, bad. We're talking about rod, reel, line, lures, and it's the cheapest place to get Guggen Baits on the internet, I believe. Facts. So, great service, great people, easy to shop there. Online shopping is definitely the move these days. So visit shopcrawls.com to find out more about that. And we'll talk about that in detail a little bit later on in the podcast. But why did we move the podcast, Badge? Because we're quitting <laughs> our channels. Oh, is that right? <laughs> that's kind of how I'm feeling these days. But anyways, on another note. Yeah, that's not go there. The real reason we moved the podcast to another channel, and I hope by now we've gotten a ton of you guys over from my channel and Badge's channel over to this new channel. That way we can eliminate... Not eliminate, but we can remove the people who don't want to see the podcast. Like, subscribers of mine that don't want to see the podcast, now you don't even have to see it at all. Um, And I made a video about this, how it was killing my channel, and I broke it down. Uh, I don't want to go go through that again, but basically the algorithm is kind of getting squigged because of the podcast and doesn't get that many views for a fishing video but it gets a lot of views for a podcast so i think it was confusing the youtube algorithm it was and thus dragging some of my other videos that i would put out after the podcast drag those down straight to the crapper. yeah just really bad numbers views and i just don't feel like that should be happening right
1: right the podcast kind of took your mental health there and just (laughs) punted it
0: yeah (laughs) and then we had like such crazy videos coming out and i was scared you know, the alligator video was about to come out, and I was right. scared that the podcast was going to ruin it, so, so I axed it, threw an ax, hit it right in the back. Our sponsors, yeah, so, yeah, they're not happy, but, <laughs> had to, you know. Had to have long, hard talks with the sponsors and be like, look, I know that I promised you that I would do this, but I lied, look, and now I'm moving it to another channel. <laughs> we want twice the amount of money for half the views. <laughs> yes. That's exactly how it happened. But now, a big shout-out to Shop Carl's. Yeah. Uh, they've been super flexible with us through this transition. And uh, like I said, I hope, hopefully by now we've already kind of gotten a lot of people over here, and therefore we're not having to chase a bunch of people down. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. hey, come back and listen to the podcast.
1: <laughs> Hand um, out pamphlets at Walmart. Yeah,
0: exactly. We probably should. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've got enough fans around here. We mm. definitely could. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so... Uh, before we go any further, let's also read some Apple Podcast reviews. If you guys didn't know, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, which about fifty percent of our listeners do, really, so that's a big chunk of our audience. But on Apple, you can leave five star reviews and you can write a review. So please, guys, continue to do that. And if we see uh, your comment, we may read it live on the air. So got one right here from Driplord27. Driplord twenty <laughs> seven. I love these usernames. Yeah, they go. Hard. I'm just going to be honest. That's been my favorite part about this. Old Driplord said lojo you best read this in a podcast got you homie this podcast is amazing if you're just sitting in school or on the water in school nice hey, not learning baby yeah. let's go <laughs> my man's too busy dripping <laughs> also thank you lojo you were the first fishing youtuber i started watching about two years ago and really got me into fishing thank you drip lord we appreciate you brother
1: tight lines buddy
0: got mitch from ohio he said the podcast is entertaining Great podcast. Listen to it on my hour commute. That's perfect, man. That's yep. just that's a perfect commute to listen to the show. Yep. My only wish is that you would talk a little more about why you choose the gear you do. I understand most things are covered under the Guggen co umbrella. More specific, I guess, would be Shimano Reels. So I think what he's trying to say is talk about our gear more and why we use Shimano. Well, I mean I can answer that right now. It's, it's simple. It's the best one that you can use right this moment. Um, that not they're very. For long. They're very right. I was gonna. I was What's gonna up? tease it. I was gonna tease it. <laughs> Eventually, I'll be holding a fishing reel that is not Shimano. It's not lose. It's not Daiwa, and it's gonna have a, a GS on it. But until that day, I'm gonna use the best possible option, which is combo. It, exactly. Are you gonna bleep that? I don't care. <laughs> 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 you you could or you couldn't. I don't know. We're driving people nuts with these bleeps, by the way, because yeah. they're like, "Who the heck are y'all talking about?" So I got one more one more comment here. Midwest Mondo Seller says, "This is awesome podcast. Lojo and Andrew go hard. Best podcast ever. Keep it up. Fire all podcasts long." That was a uh, that was a good that was a good comment.
1: Yeah, not <laughs> not good grammar, but I felt the emotion.
0: Yeah, that who cares about the grammar? Yeah, here? I don't give a crap. <laughs> oh so, yeah. So speaking. Okay. So. We got people out here who want to hear more about our gear. And I'm like, you kind of summed it up. It's like, I mean, Shimano reels, uh, it's one of the best you're going to use. I'm not going to say the best because you could maybe argue that Daiwa is. I don't really use Daiwa. I never have. Have you? I, I have, and I have not been impressed. Yeah, I, I, I've used a couple of Daiwas. I have a Tatula, a, a spinning co- uh, yeah,
1: reel. They have good spinning reels, but.
0: I, I, I mean, I thought it was okay, but the Stratics, man. The freaking yeah, the Shimano exactly. Stratics that I have, like to me, blow them out of the water. They go now, hard. Stratics are discontinued, but I still have a couple. Um, they have some new new models. They do, yeah. But I I'm mean, just I'm just old, so I like to. Oh, I well like, I like the Stratics. Oh, make I don't, that Stratic no more. I don't like the new ones, even though it's probably very similar. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but just the Stratics just went hard. Um, but yeah, so you're right. Whoever that comment was, I mean, we are contractually well, I am. I can't speak for you. Contractually obligated to use a certain amount of Guggen Squad Ketchco products, but that's because I chose that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I had I could work with any company I wanted to at this point. Yeah. You got Luz in the mix, paying creators, you got uh, Abu Garcia coming in hot. Oh, yeah,
1: they're coming in. Paying really creators.
0: Hot. So I mean it's not we could work for whoever we want to. We just want to work for Guggen and and Ketchco and mm-hmm. shop Carls. So yeah. that's just that's who we work for. So of course we're gonna use their products. But Shimano, the reels is the only products that we don't make yet. Yeah. yeah. So so, what is your like bait casting reel of choice? If you if money was not an object, and you could just outfit your entire like twenty rod setup with reels, what would it be?
1: I I love the uh, Shimano SLX DC.
0: Dude, that's a that's a good one for it the money so too. Good. It's like less than two hundred dollars, isn't it?
1: Yep, it's like one ninety five. So one eighty nine most yeah, of the I time. I think I've
0: seen them at like one seventy nine before. <laughs>
1: Damn, I've gotten
0: a couple of mine like Send that. Send
1: me that deal, man.
0: I see. I might have to upgrade to a Corado or a Corrado DC. They're pretty good. Yeah, they're, they're pretty, pretty good. They're pretty freaking nasty. It's think. just
1: when I pick those up, I automatically feel like I'm trying to show off.
0: You really? I don't yeah, know. The what SLX it is. DC is a little bit more low key. Yeah, yeah. Low key high, high end fishing yeah. reel.
1: It's like yeah. you have a nice car or you have a car that's like, look at me. But
0: I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, I get <laughs> it. I get it. It's like you, you have a F- new F 250. Right but you don't have, like, a new F-350. Right. Because now it's just like, come on, bro. Did you really need that that extra
1: 150? You need that F-650 to pull that lawnmower, (laughs) dog? Come on.
0: Excuse me. Yeah, so to give you uh, Mr. – I think it was Mitch from Ohio. I'm not sure who said that, but (coughs) – Oh, jeez.
1: Dude, you have a coughing fit every
0: podcast. I've been coughing for like 3 months straight. I mean, yeah. I've been calling my doctor and he just ignores me. Yeah, so, it's fine. Like,
1: oh, forget I forget it.
0: I just call the place I went to to get tested originally, and they're just that they'll answer and like, yeah, we'll have a doctor or a nurse call you back. And they never do. So. Yeah. If I die, we got a pretty nice little lawsuit, though, because mm-hmm. I've tried several times to reach back out, and they just yeah. hate me. So Your doctor
1: definitely big 6 cents. I guy. was just going to say that, <laughs> you son of a gun. Like, yeah, he
0: hates the Guggen Squad, actually. He's a big fan of fishing YouTube channels, but he hates me. Right. So he just, he, he's a big Milliken guy, <laughs> so he just wants me to just keel over and die. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's a big shout-out to the doctors in, in Southeast Alabama, baby, mm. just letting us hang. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man. So, how you been? How you been doing?
1: Been doing good. I I, I don't want to disclose anything, but I went to Virginia.
0: Yeah, you've had a lot of crazy stuff going on. While you, while you talk about that, I'm going to put a uh, tobacco-less alternative dip in. There you go. I'd like to make that distinction. This is not a tobacco product. No, we don't support that. <laughs> yeah. So.
1: Anyways, uh, I drove eight hours with my dad in his big old dually to the... That's the farthest north I've ever been, actually. Virginia? Come on, man. I just I'm Wait, trying to think of where that is like on
0: I <laughs> just trying to think about where that is on a map and how north it is. But. I've been
1: further south. I've been to like Honduras south, but Oh my god. I ain't been north. I don't mess uh, around with that cold stuff. You ain't
0: missing nothing up there. But <laughs> bass fishing sucks. Yeah. I mean, small smallmouth fishing is probably really good, but Yeah. Large mouth fishing sucks.
1: Anyways, I went up there to buy something that you guys will probably see within the next week or two. And when I got there, the one I tried to buy was not anything like the way it was presented to me before I
0: left. Can we say what the, like, what, like, you can bleep this, but can we say that it was a boat? Yeah. Or is that too much? I, I don't think so. I
1: mean, people know I need a restoration project. You were
0: going to get a very special type of boat. It was
1: one of the most unique boats I've ever seen. I was so stoked. And I called the guy and I was like, hey, man. How's the motor? And he said, oh, it's, it's good, man. It's good. Yeah. So I'm thinking, okay. And I get there, and we said, all right, man, can we look at the motor? He was like, I hadn't seen it. I was like, okay. <laughs> and I was like, what? my dad says, my dad went with me. He says, hey, when's the last time I got registered? Or when's the last time that it was on the water? He yeah. said
0: 1993. Oh, my
1: God. It was worse condition than the freaking Monarch motor, man.
0: Oh, my God. That's like
1: 28 years ago, man. Sitting out in the element. So, yeah, he squibbed me on that one.
0: That's not great. So, and then, like, you guys ended up not getting it, too. So, you had to drive all the way home with nothing, right? Yeah. But yeah. it's okay. You've got a hot lead on something else, but that's just.
1: That guy was pissed, too, man. I was
0: going to say, I want to hear all about that. We'll save that for another podcast. So, yeah. once you've revealed what you're doing, because yeah. I can only imagine. It. I want to hear what the, what the guy who owned the boat had to say after all that. After oh, he wasn't like, happy. Had, had agreed to buy it and then had driven all the way there only to not buy it. He was pissed. <laughs> he was pissed. <coughs> I bet he was. Do you have a timer going, by the way? No, no. I do not. It's okay.
1: <laughs> so I had a timer for
0: like 12. Okay. Oh, God. I'm checking the stocks. Oh, oh gosh. Boy. What's crypto? Dude, crypto was banging last yeah. night, son. Yeah. I hadn't checked it yet today. I almost thought about telling
1: my wife that I put our savings in it, but... Yeah, I might st- not want to... Still waiting.
0: Yeah, I might not want to hit that one right this second. Um, so... We still got to get Alex Perrick on here to talk about crypto one day, by the way. Mm -hmm. I know he was going happy last night when he saw that Doge and Ethereum was just banging. By the way, I sold some Doge. You should, man. I sold like half of what I have. But I'm keeping it. That way, I'm hoping it maybe dips today. Just throw it right back in.
1: Yeah, let's buy some NFTs, baby.
0: I don't know what that is.
1: Non-fungible tokens. Non-fungible? Yeah.
0: Is that a real word?
1: Now it's one hundred, man. Look it up. <laughs> non fungible. Yeah, i Basically, that up. digital art.
0: Well, I get, I get that it's not.
1: And people real. are spending some dough.
0: Yeah, they are. Me and you think we're big ballers. We threw a couple grand in there, but yeah, there's other people that have had their whole life in there. Anyways, not nice. talking about crypto today either. No, it's not. So I got a question, badge. Okay. And this is kind of this is a there's a there's a problem on YouTube, I think. Or, yeah, there's definitely, there's a few problems on YouTube. This, as far as the fishing community, the outdoor community go, have you noticed over the last two, three years that thumbnails, like people's, creators' thumbnail games have just gotten incredibly lazy? Yeah. Or is it just me? No. Or is, is, lazy might not be the right word, but...
1: I feel it, like if we talk about this, we're going to be self-incriminating a little
0: bit. No, we will, and I'm completely fine with it. Okay,
1: okay, then yeah. I, Yeah.
0: I I, okay. Let's take away the word lazy. Let's substitute in repetitive. Yeah. Because I'm noticing a lot of creators, and we're talking about big creators here. Oh yeah. Have just have I guess found a thumbnail that they really like, like a style of thumbnail is what we're saying. You know, like if you can just imagine for a second, the GoPro thumbnail. You know, when you're holding a rod and reel in one hand, <laughs> yeah. and then you're, like, either pointing or holding a bait. Right, right. Or there's something in the background in front of your boat, like a big rock. Yep. Or a big piece of structure. Yep. Um, the thumbnail of, like, having a, a crazy piece of bait mm-hmm. on a hook. Yeah, ha- yep. Hanging over the top little of the camera. little 618. A little 618. Okay. And then, but then, just, just to be clear... We're not bashing anybody. I'm just saying it's something that I've noticed. and I don't know if it's a good thing. Yeah, I don't know either. Because what... what okay, so here's, a, here's why it's a problem. When a bunch of creators start using the same thumbnail, and you'll appreciate this because you're a new creator. You're, you're like busting into the space. And you're actually a great example of why what these people are doing may not be the long-term good thing to do. Right. The reason it's a problem is because when everybody does that... It's impossible to stick out. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, if you right. wanted to use a thumbnail like that once because you had something really cool to show in that thumbnail, right. like you, you fished the river a lot, so you've got a lot of rocks, bridges, you mm-hmm. know. We just got back from Florida and we took a thumbnail in front of this giant train drawbridge over the St. Johns River because it was so cool. It was like, one of the
1: coolest bridges. Yeah, we just ever never
0: pushed. see stuff like that. Yeah. So, like you said, kind of incriminating ourselves a little bit because we just use thumbnails like this. But here's the difference. When me and you use a thumbnail like that, we won't use another thumbnail like that for weeks. Exactly. You know what I mean? We'll go out of our way to be more diverse with the thumbnails. Exactly. So what's your thought on that?
1: I don't know, man. I think it's tough. I think it's tough because I think there, to a certain degree, is a conditioning of your core audience. You know what I mean? Like,
0: yeah, that's true. It's like branding. Right, right. Yeah. You're
1: branding something. But one thing, Flair uses the same thumbnail a lot, right? Well, he might,
0: what, you mean like, like him standing in front of something basically just going like, woo
1: Exactly. I mean, that's pretty much every thumbnail, but the thing that he does different than other people that I've noticed is keeps his face in his thumbnails.
0: Yes, right, which, which is the ultimate way to brand your channel.
1: Which you you taught me that, and I've been able to see on my channel sometimes that really makes a big difference.
0: I think it makes a huge difference to have your face in the thumbnail. That's, that's another reason why... As I was watching these, and it, it's only really a few creators that do this. Right, Pro- I'd say like five or ten total. And but I just think that, like you said, they just they they they, they find this comfort in knowing that their audience is going to know that that's them. Yeah. But I still think it makes you look like so many other channels. You know, and it doesn't make you stand out. But if you have your face in it. Right. If you can somehow incorporate your face in these thumbnails, that's always the way to go. Because that there's no better branding than your face, right? As yeah. long as people know who you are, they recognize you. That's a huge deal.
1: Yeah,
0: 100%. But. So, I mean, 618, he's, he, you know, he's got the crazy, the crazy baits on a hook in front of a spillway or a, a creek Spill or whatever. Eyes, yeah. <laughs> and look, here's the thing. 618 makes some of the cleanest videos out there. He does. I mean, his edits, his style, it's so good. It's so good. It's Love crisp, what he no. does. I do, too. Love what he does. Another person... Be kicking their bass TV, you know. Yeah. He who now he's actually kind of going through a switch with thumbnails, I think. Yeah, I've noticed I, that. I, I think he's that. had enough of the rod and reel and bait or whatever, you know. Now he's he's starting to get his like body in the back of his head, inside of his face sometimes. Yeah. And then I wish he would do more where he was showing his face. But once again, it's not our channels. We're just kind of commenting on what we see. I, but think, I think it's kind of like
1: if you notice, the people that use the same thumbnails, they use the same titles.
0: Yeah, very true in a lot of cases. So it's I, like they just take the keywords yeah. and the and the and the thumbnail that they know will kind of work, and they're just afraid to get away from it.
1: Right. They feel they, they figure out the algor- They figure out the algorithm <laughs> for one video. Right. And and they realize, okay, these keywords my audience likes.
0: YouTube knows that my audience likes this. Yeah. So why change? And that's true, but here's the problem with that theory. The algorithm changes.
1: And your audience changes. And
0: your audience changes. I think like every six months, you probably should take a step back and reevaluate thumbnails, titles, what you're doing, how you're doing it. And a lot of these channels, I just I don't know if they're willing to do that right. or if they're just scared to fail, which I totally get. Everybody's afraid to fail, yeah. especially at, at a high level of doing something. That's kind of one of your biggest fears is to fail. Dude, it's you know? daunting when you <laughs>
1: type a title out that you've never seen on YouTube and you're like, yeah. ah, I don't know, man. Or you
0: use a thumbnail that you've really never seen. Right. You know? Like, I don't know. It's just one of those things. You, you hate to you hate to sit here and make it seem like we're beating our chest. Like, oh, we're better than you. It's definitely not what we're doing.
1: No, I've copied 618's thumbnail. Yeah, exactly,
0: dude. I mean, I just did. I just did with the live shrimp on the St. John's River with that big bridge because yep. it was just so cool. I... I had never really seen a live shrimp in a thumbnail like that. I'm sure there is. Don't get me wrong. I've just never seen it. Yeah. And a giant bridge like that on the St. John's River just looked so cool. So I did it. But you won't see that again from me for probably months.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? Or at least weeks.
0: And then, so I don't know. We're not saying we're better than any of these guys. We're just simply commenting on what we we see. I'm trying to think if there's any other major channels that kind of hammer the same thumbnails home. Because I don't really see that a lot. I think everybody's kind of starting to get the memo. Like you gotta, you know. I think
1: I think people that just find comfort, like even One Rod and John, kind of use similar thumbnails. You know what I mean? Yeah. They swap it up though. Yeah, I think they swap
0: it up. up. I'm I'm just thinking about like One Rod's last few thumbnails, and I know for a fact his face was in a few of them. Yeah, he just. You know,
1: I think it's okay if you use a similar thumbnail if you kind of wait a couple uploads and then drop that little. Yeah thing you know just gotta know. keep it
0: fresh dude that's people, what me and yeah. you. <clears throat> that's one thing me and you really well i well i know i stress with you because <laughs> when i start to stress myself too because those rod and reel thumbnails man they're they're yep. super easy and they work a lot of the time but i just me personally i hate using them now i think I, there's because so many people have used it right. so often
1: i think there's a cap to those thumbnails like a lot of times you don't see thumbnails like that go viral yeah. You know yeah. what
0: I mean? Yeah, 100%. They
1: have a healthy 60, 80K.
0: Yeah, maybe even 100. Like, I had one not too long ago when we were I, I was fishing your sunken boat in the backyard pond. Well, that was different. That, that was, was a different. sunken boat. Yeah. yeah. That's my state, exactly my so. point. See, in a situation where you're fishing a sunken boat, a GoPro thumbnail is obviously the way to go because that's the only way you can truly capture what, I, what we were seeing, which was, you know, fishing, literally flipping at your sunken boat. So. Yeah. And that one got like 180k. I saw something. it. I was like, "Dang, homie!" Yeah. That's so like I mean, a bump. but anyways, yeah. The thumbnail game on YouTube is kind of like it's kind of like everything else on YouTube as far as fishing goes right now. It's just hard to be original.
1: That's the thing though. Is this you start YouTube and you want to be like creative and you want to do all these different things and then you find yourself. Looking into the business like, okay, how am I going to pay my bills and make this last? Yeah. And then you just settle into, okay, my audience likes this product. Let me just
0: right. put
1: my head down and do it.
0: And there's a fine line. There's a gray area that you got to find and settle into, which is hard for a lot of people because it takes you out of your comfort zone. Right. When you commit to being new and fresh and innovative with everything, you're constantly out of your comfort zone. Which is not where most people want to be. Yeah. Even us included. No, no. You like I, to be comfortable. Yeah. It's just a human nature. You want to be comfortable, right? But you have to force yourself to be uncomfortable.
1: You gotta be comfortable being an
0: uncomfortable baby. Exactly. I can't talk, dude. I'm sure David Goggins said that or somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Some hardcore <clears throat> special forces Navy SEAL running down the side of the road. Stay you gotta hard. be
1: uncomfortable. Stay hard. <laughs> Stay I love hard. I
0: love David Goggins, but he's like he's a little hardcore for me. Yeah. I don't know if I could quite live that way. Yeah, I don't like know. Like Jocko style, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. it's super inspirational. Right. At the same time, it's like, dude, I can't be that hard all the time. Nah, man. no, nah, dude. Like. Extreme I,
1: ownership. That man owns some he things. Is, he
0: is. <laughs> <laughs> if anything ever has gone wrong in his life, baby, you know who to blame. Because he will blame himself in a hot set. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. He gets hit from behind while driving his truck.
0: Yeah, it's his fault. I own it. I own this. I was driving too fast or too slow, or <laughs> I didn't use my blinker fast enough, whatever the case is. <laughs> I love you, Jocko. Love you, David Goggins. Please yeah. don't come for me or oh, my family. Gosh. Please. And now, a quick message from our sponsor, Carl's Bait and Tackle. As you guys know, I've been working with Carl's since 2018 when they launched, actually before then, but I was around when they originally launched the website. They have an impressive and always growing list of. Just stuff, fishing gear in general. Like I said, rods, reels, line, lures, and at the best prices you're gonna see anywhere. The team over there is constantly adding new products, making content to show you how to use the gear that you just purchased. And if you're a Carl's Club member, you actually get 30% off a ton of items. You get free shipping, you get access to early drops and stuff like that. They've also recently introduced Carl's Tackle Insurance. And I know it sounds a little crazy, but just hear me out. Any hard bait you buy for up to $20 is covered for up to 90 days from the insurance program. So up to four times, you can like do four claims per year. If you break it off on a fish's face, if you chuck it into the tree and just break it off like me and Badge do every time we go out, anything like that, they will replace that hard bait for you. Carl's is where I get a ton of my gear. I've said it a million times, It's the cheapest place to get Guggen baits on the internet. Visit shopcarls.com and see exactly what I'm talking about. So speaking of how hard it is to be original and like come up with new things, be outside your comfort zone. Me and you were talking earlier about how tough it is for a new creator to come into a space like fishing, or let's just say outdoors. And make a name for yourself because it's so saturated, yeah, oversaturated. And it's not just thumbnails; it's the amount of creators that there are, and you know you've only got a certain number of audience. Now the audience probably grows, you know. I think so every year because fishing has kind of been exploding the last five years. But so does competition. So does competition. So has a way of evening out. But you know, I, me personally, I, I had Georgia Bassmaster out here a couple weeks ago who was a small creator, and, you know, he just wanted to vlog a little bit, and we fished my pollen. and, you know, at the end we talked for like 20, 30 minutes about YouTube, you know, and I'm sure he wanted to kind of absorb some thoughts that I had, and I wanted to help him because he was a nice guy, yeah. and he was kind of, kind of felt like he was struggling to find his way a little bit okay. and have some success, and, you know, I tried to import some knowledge on him, but, you know, I don't know it all either. There's no real secret to it. It's just kind of a determination thing. Yeah. But one thing I did tell him was, you know, don't fall into this trap of using the same thumbnails and the same titles and doing the same fishing challenges as everybody else. It's so easy to say it, but you got to do something that other people aren't doing, mm-hmm. which is exactly what you've got going on with your special project. Is you're, you're committed to doing something that really nobody's done that's, in our space ever. That's been my goal ever ever since... Are we taking I mean, Mountain Dew labels off, by the way? I just
1: was in the mood for it. I you think know? I'm with you on little that A little ADHD took over. Those bastards are going to
0: sponsor the podcast, so <laughs> get this label out of here. Go ahead, buddy. Sorry.
1: No, man. I, I just, I've been determined, man. You you work so long.
0: Wow, it just kind of floated in the air back yeah, there. Yeah, that was kind of magical. <laughs> you work so long.
1: At, everybody always talks about like, you work almost... Five, you know, whatever, however many years it is to become that overnight success. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like I've worked this entire time to get right on the brim of something big. And yeah. I can't just do the same thing. Right. I can't yeah. go to Walmart and get the cheapest reel
0: and go fishing. That's it, not for me. That's not my lane. And you. here's the thing. You could do it, and you'd probably get okay views yeah. and you'd be able to maintain an audience but that's not what you're looking to do that's what I love about you and the fact that you're young and you're new in this experience is because you're, you're going for the throat which yeah. is kind of how I am it's like like you said you're so close I mean you, you basically are the next fishing YouTuber I mean it's just it's out there it's pretty much a done deal now what that means it doesn't mean anything Mm-mm. but that means you're on like a, a diving board You know what I mean? Yeah. And now you've got to like – you can either just sit there and take little bounces or you can just do – jump off and do a double front backflip. Exactly, dude. And just score a 10 out of 10. That's what you're looking to do. You're looking to push the envelope. I was telling my
1: wife this. Like, whenever you watch college football, there's always, you know, the the guy that wins the freaking Heisman or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, and he's going to the league and he's the talk of the league. Yep. You know, everybody's talking about him when the season starts. They're not talking about Tom Brady or the MVP, they're talking to, you know, everybody's excited about this new, it's a new thing. quarterback. Yep. Yep. And they're like, okay, what is this guy going to do? And there's yep. this level, there's this length, a little short window of time where there's this massive discoverability of that person. Yeah. And yep. that's that's the window that I'm in now. And if I don't take this opportunity to really do something, then... You'll you be know, right out of that window. Yeah.
0: And you'll get flushed into... Just the world of medium-sized fishing YouTubers. Exactly. Yeah. No, totally. I mean, that's, that's the that's struggle, though. We also had Fisher Yen out here. Yep. Kind of the same deal as Georgia Bassmaster. Smaller creator, you know, got a little bit of buzz because he won that on-the-line competition. Yep. Um, but he's young, you know what I mean? So he's going to have to figure this out. And that, that's how he won that competition is because he was different than everybody else. Yep. And I told him that. I told Georgia Bassmaster that he was also in that competition. Oh, was he? Yes, he was. I don't know that. And I just told him that, you know, that, that was why I voted Yen In, because he was different than everybody else. Yep. So that's what I look for. That's what I look for. And if I'm going to sit here and look at all these channels and be like, okay, who's going to be successful? The first thing I'm going to look at is not your subscriber count. It's not your view count. The view count's a little bit helpful, but I want to look at what are your plans for the future? What is your thumbnail game like? What, is, what are your intros like? You know, what do your videos look like? Do they look like everything else? Do your thumbnails look like everybody else? Or does your stuff look different? Yeah. And that, it's just freaking hard, man. <clears throat> it's hard for me sitting here today, year number you know, three or four on YouTube full time, it's hard for me to sit here and be like, well, God, how can I take this a different direction? Because you know? yeah. I've done so much now, it's, like, it's really hard for me to stay refreshed And keep the new ideas coming, the new thumbnails coming. I mean, it's a grind, man. And I don't know. I'm I'm excited for you. It just makes me really excited for you because you're on this journey that I know what you're doing is going to be so new and different it's just going to explode. I hope. I don't want to put any pressure on you. Yeah. But these videos better go viral because they should.
1: Yeah. I mean, I I embrace that pressure. I think a lot of people... Like smaller creators, man, I always, I always wish I could just talk one on one with a handful of them that are always messaging me, and you know what I mean. Like, yeah, I'm not saying that I'm a big creator by any means. Yeah, no, people look
0: up to you, especially smaller YouTube creators, because you've been the shining example of what somebody could do. Right. Now, it's also fair to note that you worked for me <laughs> the yeah. entire time. Yeah, I so, worked
1: for a Guggen Squad member.
0: Right. So, of course, nobody's going to argue that that helped you. Yeah, dude. And, and, you know, you got some inside information and some knowledge, but you also had to be motivated enough to take that criticism and to take that advice and apply it to what you want to do. Because, I mean, all these ideas that you have, those were your ideas, not my ideas. Right, right. But, but. the thing is, you gotta take, You got to have enough sack. To mm. be like, okay, I'm going to go outside the box here, and I'm going to frickin' do something nobody's ever done. I'm going to spend a lot of money. Yep. And if it doesn't work, that's not good.
1: No, it's know? not. It's, it's a just, risk, man. It's a it's risk. It's so, Once again, I'm just piling on the pressure. <laughs> no, I feel it, man. My heart's pounding right no, now.
0: No, but I know it's going to work. You, you guys are going to be blown away. I mean, it's going to... I don't know. I don't want to hype it up too much, but I do know that this should... This, it, should, this, should, this is going to influence a lot of people, I think.
1: Even, even if it doesn't go viral, it'll make me different. It'll, it won't make me just your spitting image. It won't be no, like... No, not at all. Yeah.
0: yeah. I, I guarantee you people won't even... Well, I shouldn't say that. People will forget that you had like help right. by like six, eight months from now. Because if you, if you do this new project and it goes as hard as we think it's going to go, people won't even remember that you worked for me. Because you'll have such a new audience that's like, damn, this is crazy. It's so new and fresh. Yeah. Like, that's going to help you a lot, kind of like get out from underneath my shadow, which me and you talk about a lot. Yeah. You know, there's always going to be the 420 peepees out there that are like, you're <laughs> only good because Lojo did this, blah, 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 blah. I, I,
1: I, I do embrace that, though. You know what I mean? Like, we've talked about it before, and I won't talk about it too much right now, but... You know, I don't have a problem with saying that this was my dream, and I did have help in my start. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, exactly.
0: Who cares, man? Some people get help, some people don't. I yeah. mean, if you're somebody who gets help, should you not take that help?
1: No, and and be thankful. Don't don't yeah. don't act like you didn't and reject that. But just embrace. Okay, I got help because I'll I'll forever be thankful. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know you will. But but, but yeah, I just want to talk to the small creators at home.
0: Do it, man. Let's give these give these folks something.
1: Just give them something. You sons of guns. You sons of biscuits. <laughs> or daughters of biscuits. You know yeah, that's that right.
0: That's right. There's some uh, female, yeah. female young YouTubers. Yeah, man, coming out. It There's just, a couple.
1: One thing I've noticed. I've been looking through some of the smaller creators that we know, and some people that have been DMing me or, you know, texting me. Even yep. some people, and everybody is kind of in this boat where they they kind of know where they want to go. Yeah, but. It seems like most small creators don't change anything. Yeah. You get
0: what I mean? Yeah. They're, they see the blueprint. They see the, what's laid out in front of them because people have done it and succeeded, and they try yeah. to replicate other people's work their own way. Yeah. Kind and, of thing. And, and then
1: sometimes, you know, you see people just using the craziest clickbaity titles, just yeah. reaching for, like, please let me get a view. Yeah, right, right. You know, and I, you click on the video and it's just kind of so bland. Mm -hmm. So it's edited just like every other fishing video. Yeah. And I just, sometimes I get frustrated, man, because people talk about how bad they want it
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and how bad they want to be successful on YouTube, but they do the same thing every single week. Yeah. And,
0: and nothing changes. (sighs) It's so tough, man. I feel bad for people, I really do, because I know how hard this is. It's not easy, man. And you've had such a meteoric rise that people now look at you, and they're like, oh, yes, it's possible. And it's just like, man, you, you had a lot of good fortune, and we all have. I mean, if, we, if you get to where you're going, you always have good fortune. True. Nobody does this 100% alone and True. gets to where they want to go. Everybody True. needs a little bit of help. Um, look at every single Guggen Squad member. Great example. Oh, yeah. Would any of them be as big as they are now without the Guggen Squad? I know. I mean, but, you could easily make the argument that they wouldn't. You but, know, that yeah. it, was, it was a. They all would have been big on their own, but having the help of a crew yep. took everybody to the next level.
1: And I know? feel like, though, even though they had that help, they were up. They, they were all up late editing their videos, working their freaking butts off, man. You know, that, they were working hard, man. And when something didn't work, they changed, and they got better. Right. And they didn't just keep doing the same thing and expecting something different. Man.
0: No, no. Just, I don't know, dude. You know what we're going to do? I just got a text from our buddy, Flair, who said that he is going to be on the next podcast. Oh, So shoot. So what we'll do is we'll ask Flair a little bit about this, too, maybe. Yeah. Because um, he would be an excellent person to ask about if you're feeling stagnant in your channel or you're feeling like you need to take it a different direction. He's like the poster boy for kind of doing something different. Now, he kind of left the fishing realm altogether. Yeah, he did. But just saying, he's somebody who's recreated himself several times. So he'll be a good person to ask about that. We'll come up with some questions that we want to ask Old Flair. But, um, yeah, so small creators... Slow down, dude. Just slow down when you film your videos. Oh, that's I thought you were talking to me. I was like, am I going too fast? No, no. You were like, what, bro? <laughs> I I like, oh, shoot. I need to slow down? Damn. No, that's,
1: that's just what I, I always think that. That's the last thing I'll say is just slow down. Just slow down when you're filming.
0: Slow down. Take it all in. Uh, maybe not rush to put tons of content out yeah, that dude. aren't doing well and maybe do a couple videos a week and really pour your heart and soul into mm-hmm. them. Take more time editing. Take more time shooting shots. Yep. Um, yep. Yeah, man. I don't know. It's tough. That's another. All these are like separate podcast topics. I love it. You know, we did the top ten list of top ten best fishing YouTubers ever, and you guys. A lot of people didn't like it, <laughs> but a lot of people really resonated, <laughs> resonated with. So we could. We should do like a a top ten. Like small YouTube channel, yeah. Like a top ten, you know. Show some love. People that you could keep your eye out for. Yeah. People that haven't quite made it. Maybe that's something we could do in the in the future. But, oh man, I don't know. It's tough. It I is don't, tough. I don't envy anybody who's trying to break into the fishing space right now because it's just freaking tough, man. No, nah, it's I, tough.
1: And I, and I feel for him too. I feel for him because I did diving for two two years and I never did it. You know. Yep. Yep. You failed. I tried, I tried yeah. to do the same thumbnail that everybody was doing. I tried to do the same videos, and I tried to put out more videos, and it just didn't, it didn't work.
0: Yep. I tried so. to. I mean, my channel started off as a kayak fishing channel. A lot of people don't even know that. Um, I was all into kayak fishing. I wanted to do, like, kayak tournaments.
1: Dude, how was your start, man? I always think about that. We talk
0: about it, but how was it like? So you just GoPro? Oh, my gosh. My first few videos were like a like a uh, compilation of like topwater ups or something stupid to like a a copywritten song you know (laughs) I mean (laughs) the first few videos are just ass I mean garbage Mm. but I got into the kayak fishing and you know that because that was a big niche at that time you know kayak fishing was really kind of start starting to take off and so I wanted to be like a serious tournament kayak angler you know and it did did that for about a year man you know did Did it. it take hold did no. you get some viewers? No, <laughs> I mean I had you know I had a small base. I How think big? I was considered at one time, like before. Let's just say, like I was a year or two in, and I was about to not be a kayak channel anymore. I mean, I was probably in the top ten, like kayak creators, really? on YouTube. Yeah, but you got to remember, there wasn't a lot back then. How many subs did you have? I think you know, I don't know. I got to like between. I got to like fifty thousand or so. Jeez, but it dude. took a long time. It took a long time. It took yeah. a long time of grinding. But then I kind of ditched that because I realized that that wouldn't appeal to enough people. Plus, I realized that tournament fishing was not me. Being a serious fisherman, mm-hmm. you know, and I see <laughs> once again, I, I see a bunch of creators and some of them do not like us or this channel, by the way. But I see a lot of creators who are good fishermen mm-hmm. and they think that that's enough to carry their channel, yeah. that they're a good fisherman and they're better fishermen than I am or you are. But the problem is it's not what YouTube is necessarily about. Yeah. And then I think people get trapped in that mindset too. It's like, oh, I'm a really good fisherman, so I'm not going to do silly videos. I'm not going to be entertaining. I'm just going to go fish. (laughs) And then they expect to get huge views and followings. And it's just not – that's not the only component that matters to people. Yeah. Plus, me and you were the first ones to admit, like, dude, we're – we're not that good a fisherman. We just love to fish. Right. There's a big difference. There's a very big difference. Now, we fish a lot, so are we better than a random, like, 15-year-old who pond hops? Maybe. <laughs> but, I mean, that doesn't mean that we can go out and fish to deter, the tour. you know? <laughs> I mean, we're not going to pull a frickin' Lunker's TV and go on the frickin' tour. Yeah. and Because he, he's a better fisherman than me, and he's he's struggled to get oh, yeah. in there, yeah. which is it's his first season or his second season or whatever, so, of course, it's freaking hard. But yeah i'm not sure how I got off on that tangent, but what no. were we originally talking about
1: i don't know I don't know where we are or what we're doing
0: <laughs> I don't know either, man. I was just thinking about how people okay yeah, I was talking about how i i, I didn't want to be considered a serious fisherman, so oh, yeah, I, your story I made a change, and that's when I started doing all the off the wall stuff, you know, getting my wife involved, letting her you know pick me stuff,
1: so did you collab with anybody from zero to fifty thousand
0: yeah yeah i i I collab with some a couple small creators one of them who actually freaking hates my guts to this day He had like a you gonna bleep it do you want to i don't want to give him any love oh okay yeah fishing don't know well nope of course not because that's that that's that's what happens with haters man haters they just disappear they dissolve they just they can't because here's the thing the energy that it takes to hate somebody and to talk trash about another channel, you can't maintain that forever. Because if you're hating on somebody who's not going to let it bother them, like me, or you hopefully one day, you still let the hate bother you a little bit. Oh, yeah. I stay awake at night. <laughs> <laughs> but you get to a point where you just don't care anymore. And that kind of takes the power out of the hater's sales. You know what I mean? Like he just can't do it forever because you're not interacting, you're not engaging. Not bothering you, you're out there killing it on your channel, so nope. yeah, of course, nobody knows who he is. I mean, he probably has a he's got his own following, he'll have 5,000 or 10,000 people, right? To watch every video, but he'll never have more than that.
1: But okay, so from zero to 50,000, you didn't collab
0: with I collabed with him,
1: Guggens. No, hell
0: no, no, that's one thing people I don't know, like, once again, not banging my chest, I'm just saying, like, the way I came up, I hadn't Really nobody. I had Norm. You know, me and Norm collabed some. Yeah, same. You know. And then the summer that I really took off, which was 2019, I had what'd you say? Same? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, the summer that I really my channel really took off, it was me fishing with Norm and kicking their bass TV. We're collabing a lot and we were doing a ton of stuff during the summer of 2019. So, you know, we had a little bit of collaborative help then, but to get to that point, like to get to to get to where I was signed with Guggenbaits, that was pretty much all on my own. Okay. I mean, that was like 75,000 subs. You know, I went to my first classic, stayed okay. with the Googans because they had kind of reached out to me before then. All but right. I never filmed with anybody. though. That was the thing. Like, they, yeah. I knew them and I was, I guess, I didn't know this at the time, but I guess I was being kind of groomed. Mm. Or like, not groomed, but like they had their eye on me to eventually join the squad. I like
1: groomed. I like groomed. Yeah.
0: Grooming. But, well, grooming would imply that they were helping me, which they really weren't. Okay. But they were in contact with me all the whole time. Okay. And I was, on the, I was like one of the first creators to get paid by Guggenbaits, you know, so that was a big deal for me, too. Yeah. Um, but, um, gosh, I keep getting off on wild tangents, and I don't remember where we came from. No,
1: we were just talking about your come up, because I was curious. Okay. You know, yeah, I've had right. so much help, and my zero to 80K... I was curious what your level no, you of help have was.
0: man. You've had a complete, complete 180 different experience than I had because oh, yeah. because you've had access to a lot of people to collab with, and which is a good thing. That's how you should do it. Yeah. All you small creators, that's another thing you should be doing is collabing your fricking butts off, mm-hmm. film with as many people as you possibly can. Yep. who are your size or larger. Yep, you know. Now you don't want to build your career off of another channel's success, like me. <laughs> But you do want to take advantage of collabing because collabing has been one proven thing on YouTube that works, not just fishing with everything. No. Collaboration is a huge part of it. And I guess a lot of people really don't do that either.
1: No, no, collabing's weird. It's, it's hard to
0: do, too. It's hard to coordinate. There's that. a lot
1: of gray area. You don't really know who gets what, and, you know, feelings get hurt a lot. People use somebody else's content and their video. and
0: Yeah, collabing weird. It is weird, man. This we, whole thing is weird. That, that's a fact. The job that we currently have, as we sit on a podcast <laughs> talking about fishing YouTubers, it's freaking weird. You know, one thing I, I didn't realize that we were just talking about, there's a lot of other fishing podcasts out there. Yeah, there are. See, when no. we launched this, I was under the impression that there was not any. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I guess <laughs> that's just because I had never really discovered any that were worth the damn. Yeah, I, w- I would say there's one, one or two out there that are pretty
1: good. Really? Um but they're more like live streams, you know what uh, I mean? Ah, uh, yeah. And and the one of them that I'm specifically thinking about is for like older men. Okay. And it's it's more like tackle talk and yeah. new product and not as much entertainment.
0: I think l a has one. Does it? <clears throat> I believe so, but it <clears throat> it's more of like a tackle thing or yeah, seasonal fishing. It's not there's yeah, like you said, there's not a lot of entertainment. There's not a lot of like guests. There's not a lot of Talking about pop culture, like what's going on right mm-hmm. now. That's what I wanted this podcast to be—is like centered around. We don't have to just talk about fishing. You know, we already know we all love to fish. That's what this whole podcast is predicated on. But we want to talk about things that are going on in the fishing world, yeah. not just. Oh hey, this I'm going to talk to you guys today about this Texas rigged cinco. Right. And how I like to rig it. Fishing report. I have a very specific hook size that I use, very specific weight. My mom. <laughs> My mom really likes this setup. She loves it. And, uh, yeah, so I, and I mean, I know a lot of you guys like that stuff. I'm not, once again, I'm not trying to denigrate anybody's stuff. I'm just saying that's the goal we have here is to be different. This kind of circles around everything we just said. Yeah. I want this podcast to be different. I want us to be able to talk about anything on this podcast. I think, dude,
1: I don't want to keep circling back, but like small YouTubers, there's mm-hmm. YouTubers that have massive followings but have stuck to that method we just talked about where mm-hmm. all they talk about is fishing. And if yeah. all you talk about is fishing, it, it really caps your audience.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. how you do it. So That's 100% correct. So, man, we're just taking shots today. I don't think that's shots. I think that's just facts. I want, I want all these small creators to freaking blossom. Yeah. Because there is kind of a gap right now, man. The big creators are slowing up. They're taking their foot off the gas.
0: That's a fact. We talk about that all the time.
1: There's a gap of entertainment, and I hope there's There's a people. void. Yeah. There's a void. Yeah. There's people coming to fill it. I hope I fill it. I yeah. hope a bunch of people
0: at home fill it. You're on track, man. You're on track to fill a void. You know, you got Norm. Yep. You got Yak Pack. You've got people that are ascending, but it's just tough, man. It's a constant. It's a constant effort to stay growing and to stay changing. And it's just, you lose sleep at night, man, for real. Because it's just like, sometimes you just don't know where to go. Like, I don't know where to go on this podcast, for example. Yeah, for sure. How much time we got left? Two minutes. Well, we're going to wrap it right here, folks. We could talk about this for hours. That's the thing. But we don't want these podcasts to get out of control long at this current point in time. But what we do want to do is continue to have these conversations on the podcast guys give us give us topics give us ideas in the comment section flood that comment section with everything and uh remember shopcrawls.com is a sponsor of this podcast go check them out get some cheap tackle online um you got anything else to say man subscribe subscribe to the new channel new channel bell notifications got to be on or youtube will not tell you when we drop a new podcast it's just the way youtube works now
1: this is our this is our brain baby so we have a we have some big plans
0: oh gosh guys huge plans the biggest guests in the industry the 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 juiciest topics of the industry Mm -hmm. you know we're not afraid to have people on that don't like us in fact i've had an open invitation to our buddy Milliken Mm. for a while and he does not respond so you know that's been like the most commented thing i've seen is to have Milliken on it's like dude i've tried yeah sure so you know i'm not calling him out i'm just saying you know he said he wanted to be on the podcast and then he did not answer so Mm -hmm. i don't know what else i can do in that scenario so but once again you know we're just going to keep on plugging away but subscribe if you're on youtube if you're listening on spotify or apple make sure you subscribe follow leave a five-star review write a review all that stuff helps us out a ton for the future and i guess we will catch you guys next time peace peace My mom's ass. <laughs> <laughs> yes.